Hello, everybody. It is Monday, October 1st, Powell Radio Show. And I want to talk a little bit, maybe a little bit, about uh, Israel and Judah's fall right before 580 BC, before the Babylonian captivity and total destruction of the temple and of Judea and of the land and of Jerusalem. Uh, and seven, in the 700 BCs, Israel had already been taken captive by Assyria because of disobedience to God. As we all know, Israel being God's chosen people to represent him on earth, right? You as a Christian are now his chosen people, his race, his priesthood to represent him on earth. And when we don't do that, when we fail to do that and we go apostate and we go serve other gods and we don't obey the law or live the law and do those things that he's asked us to do because he's so gracious to us. He's given us eternal life. He's given us safety in this prison planet that we're on. And so when we don't shed that light, when we don't represent him properly, Bad things happen. Curses happen. There's curses that are laid out in Deuteronomy and in Le- Leviticus for apostasy. And this is what Israel, they, they knew this, but periodically through the generations, they would get away from God until finally God separated himself from them in AD 70 in the final destruction of Jerusalem uh, by the Romans. In the past, there were three very large destructions of Jerusalem and Judea and the temple and where the people were killed and slaughtered and taken captive and destroyed and scattered all around as a punishment. And God always left a remnant. And uh, that was in uh, the 700 BCs and 586 BC, also when Babylon came and Babylon was used as a tool. It was God's hammer to come and uh, execute judgment to avenge himself in his own holiness against his people. And of course, in 70 AD, after they rejected God himself, when he manifested himself in the flesh among them, and they crucified him, killed him, killed their own God, wouldn't listen to um, anything their Messiah had to say, nor believe in the visitation that he came in. And that was the coup de grace. But God left himself a remnant, and his remnant was that he went to the Gentiles and made a foolish people, a foolish nation like us Gentiles who were separated from the law and didn't know anything about the things of God. And he bestowed upon us his graces and grafted us into that branch of Israel. And so the Jew and the Gentile, the barbarian, we all became one in Christ. So it was no longer... God's chosen people as a Hebrew nation or in Judea or Jerusalem, but his chosen people through Christ, Jew, Gentile, Greek, barbarian, it didn't matter. If you were in Christ, the walls broke down. And we're the remnant of that. And the remnant, the laws don't change. The requirements don't change. We all know that. And so we live in Christ and we live in uh, fear and respect, in godly fear, because he's God, he's sovereign. He's the creator God, he created all things. 
and he's going to destroy all things that are seen here on this earth pretty soon. And our eternal salvation, our redemption is that he has redeemed his creation and given us this eternal life, this, this, um, which is a lot more than immortality, uh, though it is that, but it's actual life eternal. And when we pass this probation period down here, he'll know that you know, we can be trusted. We can be living, we can live a life of holiness because we, we passed through this, this trial down here in this, this prison planet with these fallen angels and their demonic offspring, uh, their disembodied spirits of their giant children and whatnot. So these things we understand. So I'm going to go back to prior to 586 BC, just prior to the destruction of Jerusalem and of Judah. Remember, Israel was all already uh, taken captive back in the 700s. BC by Assyria. And this is the second time of destruction. I mean, total destruction. And the temple was never, ever rebuilt the same like Solomon's temple after this destruction. And we find here that God spoke through several prophets in those days. And we're fortunate enough to have those writings, those ancient writings. And we use them as reproof and as correction and as an example of what to do and what not to do. More importantly, what not to do in going apostate. And I think it's a big mistake for us to think that it can't happen to us. Because even Paul says, you know, don't get cocky. You know, take heed that you're grafted in. It just as easy as you're grafted in, you can be grafted out. So don't think, you know, you're you're all that in a bag of chips, right? Stay humble in Christ and, and know what he's done for you and his graces for you. So we're going to take a look at what happened prior to this total destruction because it looks a lot like what's going on today. And we did Freedom Friday. And Freedom Friday, last Friday, I called the show a whole lot of shaking going on because we talked about our usual nut bucket stuff. And then at the end, we uh, we went down through the, the recent earthquakes and just showing how they're increasing in number. Uh, and there's an, there's an uptick in that. I mean, uh, you know, I think most of us, you know, if you're listening to this show, you're, you're watching other things or listening to other podcasts. And you're, you're well aware that this earth is really, really shaking in, in all realms. And after we, after we did that show that night, um, Indonesia had their 7.5 earthquake and the tsunami. And um, it was just really quite eerie that, you know, I called that show a whole lot of shaking going on and then talked about the earthquakes and, you know, basically said, hey, there's more to come. It's not going away. Then this this big thing hits. And as of today, there's, you know, what, 1,200 people have perished and horrible stuff. If you haven't seen any of the videos, um, it's just very heartbreaking, just a horrible, horrible horror that's hard to imagine um, what they're going through over there. But God, who holds everything in a place, he actually holds the waters into place and says you can't go over a certain limit, releases his hand, and bad things happen to humans in all countries. 
and in all cultures and in all religions because of apostasy, because of, of rebellion against him. And that's just the truth. Uh, we live in a fallen world because it's fallen. And these things happen. Um, I saw a headline the other day, you know, and said something, you know, my, my little daughter asked me, you know, where was God during, you know, Hurricane Florence? Where was God? You know, it's a fluff piece. And, you know, well, God, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, the thing is, where is God? Well, God's right in the middle of the storm. You know, he's right there because he's, he's warning people. He's trying to get them to repent. He's hoping they'll repent. But it's all prophesied. It's all predicted. It's nothing that's going to change. It's nothing that's going to go away. It's only going to get worse and worse and worse. And we as individuals have to be prepared in our hearts to serve him and to know of our eternal salvation and to know that he's going to redeem us. We have to be, when we see these things, we need to be looking up for our redemption is close. And so I just want to give a little exhortation because as I, as I read this, don't think it's something that happened way back in 586 BC and it can't happen to you in America or you in Brazil or you in Mexico or you in Canada or in the UK. Don't think that because it can and it will. And this is when God gives his law and he says, you need to respect these things. I'm trying to protect you. I, I, I put a yoke on you, but my burden is light. My yoke is easy, but there is a yoke and that yoke is there for your guidance. There's natural protections God has put in place for us, but the demonization of this world, of this planet, it's a haunted planet with these, it's an alien infested rock that we're living on is a lot is to do it with people breaking down those natural bar barriers through their witchcraft through their occult practices and their music and their entertainment industry of allowing Satan to rule. And of course, our leaders, all our leaders are liars. There is none that's telling you the truth. Your government, no matter what country you're in, what city you're in, what state you're in, what county you're in, your government is not looking out for your best interest. They never will look out for your best interest. They have their own interest. They have their own power. They have their own money their own careers. It's not about you. These are evil, evil times and we're surrounded by evil, evil people and all are the, I say all, A-L-L, -L, all of our leaders are corrupt. Don't fall for, for this party line here in America. There's Democrats and there's Republicans. There's the good guys, there's the bad guys. They're all bad. If they're not living the life of Christ, if they're not biblical Christians, born again, living the life of Christ, they're all about themselves. And let me say another thing. If they were living the life of Christ, they wouldn't be in top politics because the two don't mix. So let's go back prior to 586 BC. And here's what God says to Jeremiah. We're going to go to chapter five and just read chapter five. The whole thing is really good, but I just want to read chapter five because this is what the Lord set on my heart to share with you today. And I'm going to read out of NASB. Jeremiah chapter five, verse one. And I think it goes down about 30 verses. And it says, Rome, God's telling, God's telling Israel 
Judah, roam to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem. And look now and take note and seek in her open squares if you can find a man. The, the Hebrew word there is, is, is uh, anybody, just a, a person, just a human. Can you find a human? If there is one who does justice, who seeks truth. So let me stop there. What I just said about all your leaders are corrupt. You know, and I know you love Trump. Hey, I think he's doing a, a what I read. It looks like he's doing a, a great job, a whole lot more than these other guys have done. You know what I read, but don't 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 fall for Trumpism. He's not your savior. There, there's a lot more to, to things. There's a lot more to who controls things and why things look certain ways and what you're being told. If God said this, certainly I can say it. Certainly I can tell you with confidence that no one around you is seeking the truth. No one's telling you the truth and no one is seeking justice for you. No one's seeking to do the right thing for you in your health care, in your finances, in your taxes, my friend, in your housing, in your interest rates that just went up. No one is, is seeking truth and no one is doing justice for you. You have to know that. And God says, thousands of years ago, God says, and he says the same thing today. He's telling you, go to and fro, go around, look. Go run through your streets of America and look. And I want you to take note. God's telling you this, take note. I want you to go into the open squares. Go go on YouTube. I want you to go on Facebook. I want you to go on the websites. I want you to go to Fox News. I want you to go to CNN News. I want you to go to the town hall meetings. And see if you can find a person, a human, if, if there's one that exists who does justice and seeks the truth. And God says, if you can find one person, he goes, then I will pardon her, meaning the nation. <laughs> I'll pardon her. I won't bring the destruction on her if you can find one person. That's pretty sad. That's just verse one. Now, if you, if you think you can go out there and find one person who's doing truth and justice as the Lord requires, I want to meet them. Please, please email and tell me who they are. Verse two, and although they say, as the Lord lives, surely they swear falsely. In the day, that, that was like swearing on the Bible. All these judges... All these people who testify, they they put their hand on a Bible and they they take an oath. They swear. Now, do you do you think they're biblical people that they believe in the Bible? No, they swear falsely. When Obama put his hand on the Bible, you think he meant it? No, that's why he he did the Quran in the back, right? They're all like that. So, although they say as the Lord lives, that's a false swearing. They don't believe in the Lord. Verse three, oh Lord, do not your eyes look for truth? You have smitten them. This is Jeremiah talking. Oh Lord, do not your eyes look for truth? You have smitten them. That's the people. But they did not weaken. The Hebrew weeds, they, they didn't become sick. They didn't, they didn't grieve. They didn't, they weren't afflicted. They they just kept going. He says, You have consumed them, but they refused to take correction. They refuse to be disciplined. 
They refuse to take instruction or reproof from God. They just keep going and just keep cursing them and we're going to rebuild, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and blah, 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 blah. Look at our nation. I'm talking about the uh, uh, you Americans. Look at our nation. I watched just a little bit of that the Kavanaugh hearings, just a little bit, before I wanted to, you know, drive a nail in my eye. I couldn't take it anymore. The falsehood. The, the, it, it's insanity. It's so embarrassing. To, to know that the rest of the world is watching what we're doing with this Supreme Court justice nomination, it's, it's incredible. The lies are unbelievable. No one's telling the truth. It's, un, it's just unimaginable that this would ever happen to this extent. But America's not taking correction. They're not weakened. They're going to keep going. They have made their faces harder than rock. They have refused to repent. No one's repenting here. No one's repenting anywhere. And then Jeremiah says to God, then I said, they are only the poor. What he means by there, they're the weak, the low, the depressed, the helpless one, the common man. God, don't don't destroy the whole nation because those are just the common people doing that. They're foolish is what Jeremiah says. He says they're acting foolishly. They are only the poor. They're acting foolish for they do not know the way of the Lord or the ordinances of their God. See, they're not trained. See, you know, they weren't raised in church like uh, you were. They didn't go to a Bible school like uh, I did. You know, they don't, they don't have degrees in, you know, theology and stuff. So, you know, they're ignorant of that. God, they're just the poor. They don't know the ordinances. So Jeremiah says, I'll go to the great people. I'll, I'll go to, to those who are... Uh, you know, who, who have knowledge, who, who are the leaders who know, and I will speak to them for they know the way of the Lord and the ordinances of their God. Right. I'll go to the pastors. I'll go to the, the TV evangelists. I'll go to the big ministries because they'll, they know, they know. And so then you won't do judgment because you know, it's the poor, it's just the ignorant regular people who don't know. This is what Jeremiah is saying. And then he says, but they too, with one accord, that means everybody with one accord have broken the yoke and burst the bonds. They threw the yoke of God off of them. Even the great people, the learned people, the priests, the pastors, the ministers, your televangelist, they've all thrown the yoke off. They've all said, I don't need this burden of God on me. I'm breaking the bonds. I'm, I'm out of here doing my own thing. Now, God says in verse six, therefore, therefore, there's, there's nobody left. There's nobody, there's the song I wrote, all that's left now, right? Listen to that. I talk about a mountain of fire crashing into the earth, but it could have been a tsunami. It could be snow. It could be the coming, it could be anything. There's nothing left. There's just weeping and gnashing of teeth. In verse six, God says, therefore, a lion from the forest will slay them. See, I'm not being mean. I'm not telling you. I'm not being insensitive and saying, well, you know, God's, God's allowing this stuff. He's actually, he's causing this stuff because we don't repent. Oh, so many you know, children were harmed. You know, how can you say that? And but God's saying it. 
He said it thousands of years ago to his own people before destruction came. Who do you think brought destruction on him? He did. He says, therefore, a lion from the forest will slay them. A wolf of the deserts will destroy them. A leopard is watching their cities. Everyone who goes out of the cities will be torn in pieces. There's a leopard waiting for you. You know why? Because their transgressions are many. Now check out what God says. He says their apostasies are numerous. Apostasies, that's a Hebrew word. It means turning back. Faithlessness, waywardness. You turn from the ways of God. This nation turned from Christian Judeo values to Satanism within a number of, within a few short years. Likewise, most global nations. Who's serving God? Look around. Who's serving God? Sweden? Mexico serving God? Who's serving God? Israel's not serving God. We certainly aren't. Their apostasies are numerous. God says, why should I pardon you? Your sons have forsaken me and sworn by those who are not gods. There's all the celebrities. There's all the people that we worship, all the things that we worship, all our iPhones, all our Mac computers, all our technology, all our little Google crap, all our music, all our rap stars, movie stars. There it is. They've sworn by those who are not gods. He says, when I had fed them to the full, they committed adultery. That's spiritual adultery. That means you're a whore. They're married to God. Like we are the bride of Christ. We're married to Christ. And then you go whoring with another dude or another woman. Filthy. They committed adultery and they trooped. That means they, they gathered in masses. They mustered themselves to the whore's house, the harlot's house. Oh yeah. They go to the harlot house and they turn on that boob tube. There's the altar of the harlot right there. And they just get saturated with their sports and their game shows and their games. And you know, and they forsake anything of God. And God says they were well-fed lusty horses each one neighing after his neighbor's wife. In other words, it's a big fat horse, all horny, wanting to screw your neighbor's uh, wife. That's all they're doing. Look around you, folks. Uh, look around you. Now, Freedom Friday, we read about all these babies that are being born with syphilis. Look around you, lusty horses. God says, shall I not punish these people, declares the Lord? And on a nation such as this, shall I not avenge myself? I'm not saying it. He's saying it. Why do bad things happen to good people? This is why. Because they're not good people. Go up through her vine rows and destroy, but do not execute a complete destruction. Strip away her branches, for they are not the Lord's. There's famine. Verse 11, for the house of Israel and the house of Judah have dealt very treacherously with me, declares the Lord. 
They have lied about the Lord. That's the Yahweh. And said, not he, misfortune will not come on us and we will not see sword or famine. (laughs) Not America. We're squared away. We got the best military ever. No one's going to ever do anything to us. We kick butt. God says the prophets are wind. That means they, they, they're just wind. Whatever they're saying is just nonsense. Wind. And the word is not in them. Thus, it will be done to them. See, they're prophesying, oh, this uh, church is going to have a revival. God's going to renew his spirit, people. Are like a... No, it's wind. It ain't going to happen. There's judgment proclaimed. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of hosts, of angel armies. He says this, because you have spoken this word, this speech, this word, behold, I am making my words in your mouth fire and this people would and it will consume them. Did you hear what I just read? God's talking to Jeremiah back in the day and he says, because you have spoken this word, he spoke this prophetic word, He's going to make those words in Jeremiah's mouth fire and the people are wood and it's going to consume them. Going to consume them with the breath of his mouth, the spirit of his mouth, the fire that comes out of his mouth. You get it? It's just like revelation. God doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's the same stuff. It's coming. It's here. Behold, I'm bringing a nation against you from afar, O house of Israel, declares the Lord, it's an enduring nation. It's an ancient nation. It's a nation whose language you do not know, nor can you understand what they say. Can you say, can you think demon? Can you say interdimensional being coming on you? Can you say earth spirit coming on you? Can you say powers of the air coming on you? That's who they are for us. Back in Israel day, it was Babylon. For us, they're not human. Their quivers like an open grave. All of them are mighty men. The word there is gibor. Gibor. Remember we did a study on that a couple of weeks ago? Gibor. They're mighty. The giborim. They will devour your harvest and your food. They will devour your sons and your daughters. They will devour your flocks and your herds. They will devour your vines and your fig trees. What does that mean? You get. You can't eat gone they will demolish with the sword your fortified cities in which you trust is that happening today well if you live under the american government that's happening today you grow in your own food you live on your own well are you independent how long is that going to happen before they uh they put a water meter on your well you pay property taxes even though you own the property Yet even in those days, declares the Lord, I will not make you a complete destruction. See, he always had a remnant. It shall come about when they say, why has the Lord our God done all of these things to us? It's like here, what is God? Where was God during the storm? Then you shall say to them, he's talking to Jeremiah and he's talking to Paul right now. Then you shall say to them, as you have forsaken me and serve foreign gods in your land, so you will serve strangers in a land that is not yours. That's why I say what I'm saying. God told me to say it. Declare this in the house of Jacob, and I'm going to declare this in the house of Kapow and proclaim it 
to all uh, who will listen. I'm going to say, now hear this, oh foolish and senseless people who have eyes but do not see, who have ears but do not hear. Do you not fear me, declares the Lord? Do you not tremble in my presence? Now check this out, and I want you to think of the tsunami when I when I read this next line. God says this, For I have placed the sand as a boundary for the sea, an eternal decree, so it cannot cross over it. Though the waves toss, yet they cannot prevail. Though they roar, yet they cannot cross over it. <laughs> who lifted his hand? When a tsunami hits, who lifts their hand? The one who keeps it in place. Let's not be foolish. Let's have ears to hear and eyes to see. But this people has a stubborn and rebellious heart. They have turned aside and departed. They do not say in their heart, let us now fear the Lord our God who gives rain in its season, both the autumn rain and the spring rain who keeps us for the appointed weeks of the harvest. Hey, I just read that Canada lost. I mean, they're going to have a huge harvest crop failure because of the early snow in October. It was only a couple of days in the fall. Summer had just ended and it snowed and it ruined crops everywhere. They're going to be under 90% snow here in a week or two. God's the one who keeps the appointed weeks of the harvest. When things happen, it's because God has removed his hand. God says, your iniquities have turned these away and your sins have withheld good from you. Why do bad things happen to good people? Why was God, where was God during the Hurricane Florence? Where was God during the typhoon? Where was God during the tsunami? Where is God? I'll tell you where God's at. He says, your iniquities have turned these away, the good stuff, and your sins have withheld good from you. That's where God's at. For wicked men are found among my people. They watch like fowlers. Fowlers are those who trap birds. They're bird trappers. They watch like fowlers lying in wait. They set a trap. They catch men like a cage full of birds. So their houses are full of deceit. Therefore, they have become great and rich. Look around you. Look at your White House. Look how rich those political idiots are. They're fat and they're wealthy and they put you in a cage. They, they cage your soul. And God says, they are fat. They are sleek. That means smooth and shiny. Their skins are shiny. You know why? Because of, of what they eat. They eat all the delicacies. They also excel in deeds of wickedness. They do not plead the cause the cause of the orphan that they that may prosper and they do not defend the rights of the poor. Look around you. Look at the ghettos. Look at these people that live in the ghettos. Look at the poor people. Oh, but the politicians, they'll talk about, oh, we need to raise taxes. They line their pockets. Here's what God says. Shall I not punish these people, declares the Lord, on a nation such as this? Shall I not avenge myself? Huh? America was never founded as a Christian nation, but America used to be a Christian nation in principles. The Puritans came over. People believed in the word. They believed in the Bible. 
We had great revivals here in America. We had great preachers that came out of here. We used to, we used to hold on to those values, the values of the Ten Commandments, the values of prayer, the values of being human and loving one another. We used to hold on to that, not, not no more. Our values now are satanic. We love Satan. Everything's Satan worship. Everything, all the logos, all the TV shows, all the movies, all the music, it's all Satan worship. That's what there's five-pointed stars everywhere. Pentagrams on your flag. Let's not fool ourselves. An appalling and horrible thing has happened in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely. Who are those people? Those are the people that keep saying, oh, God, there's a revival. God's going to wake people up in the last days. We're going to... That's a false prophecy. God's going to take care because we're America. We helped other nations. We're America. That's a false prophecy, folks. God says the prophets prophesize falsely and the priests rule on their own authority. Not the authority of God, but their own authority. That's these pastors, these megachurch pastors. They're just doing their own thing, brother. They have nothing to do with God. And... And God says, and my people love it so. And he ends with a question here. But what will you do at the end of it? What are you going to do at the outcome in that later period when it's all over? And the final end, what will you do at the end of it? Because my people love it. My people love false prophecies and they love the priests that rule on their own authority. Give me my religion, that old time religion. So, that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say today. And um, good night. <laughs> we'll talk to you Friday. Stay strong in the Lord. A lot of weird stuff happening everywhere in the skies, in the earth, in the seas. Strange, strange stuff. Stay strong. Stay in the truth of the scriptures, even if some of the words have changed. Know the spirit of the word, what was intended to say, and not some of the stupid changes that have been seen some of you know what i'm talking about let's find ourselves worthy on that day i wish i could talk about something else folks you know i'd, I'd love to talk about well the love of christ and the grace of christ and you know a lot of good stuff and uh, make you feel good tingly i can't i can't say i can't talk about anything else but this stuff it's just, it's the only thing i'm burdened with So we live in very uh, strange times and I personally, just my personal feeling is we just don't have much more time here. Thank God for those who see it and are saved, but God forbid for those who are not. So good night. We'll talk to you Friday. I want to tell you about a project called Mesquite Cafe. Mesquite Cafe is a blues band 
and their latest musical release is called Time's End. These songs are about dissatisfaction with the current world systems, hope and ultimate salvation, and warnings about apocalyptic destruction coming to the planet. Some of the song titles include 1133 Blues, No satisfaction. World's not my home. The fire down below. And all that's left now. a total of nine songs on this release. Time's End by Mesquite Cafe can be found at digital music stores such as Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, Napster, iHeartRadio, and many others. <laughs> 